This episode is sponsored by our friends at Wild for Planners. Wild for Planners are committed to supporting these important conversations we here at Planners and Wine bring to you. Be sure to follow Wild for Planners on social media to continue the conversation. and welcome back to planners and wine my name is megan and i am myra welcome back myra i am just so excited about this episode i feel like i'm about to burst open do you feel what i'm feeling right now is it mutual (laughs) absolutely absolutely i cannot wait for y'all to hear our guest this week Mm -hmm. we have the lovely bj the owner Mm -hmm. and creator of notique y'all know how (sighs) we feel about notique yay and it's just grown over like 10 times more yeah, after our yeah. conversation. So exactly, exactly. Like she is just the most amazing, inspirational, spiritual woman. I mean, and she just dropped so many gems. I mean, yeah, she just left me speechless. But you know, before we get into all that, Myra, how was your week? <laughs> I can't complain. My week was okay. Mm. I I got a little bit behind in the social media world because of the nine to five, but one of these days that won't exist anymore. So there we go. <laughs> that's that's all I keep saying to myself. Yeah. This won't be that much longer. So mm-hmm. I cannot complain. How was your mm-hmm. week? My week was good. So this week was actually spring break. So I had a break from class. I had a break from um work and it was just nice. We had a new couch so I've basically just been living on the new couch uh, the past couple oh my days. God, what'd y'all get? It's, it's like a, a uh, I'll send you a picture. It's a it's a sectional from um rooms to go, and it's it's amazing. Shout out to Julie Plans because she has the exact same couch, and she had put it in one of her daily vlogs on YouTube. Um, and I sent her a message. I was like, "Hey, that's a cute couch." I was like, "Is it comfortable?" And she's like, "Oh yes, this couch is everything." Girl, literally like okay, a month or two later, again? we went and got it. I don't know. <laughs> rooms to no, go. Rooms, rooms to go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do y'all have rooms to go there? I don't know. I'm about to Google it. I never heard it's of that It's a great before. furniture store. And yeah, they have couches and pretty much everything you need. And they always have like really, really good like payment plans and stuff. So it's it's awesome. So shout out to Rooms to Go and shout out to Julie Plans for being the the basically the plug and giving me the <laughs> the go ahead that this couch was great. So we went in the store and sat on it a couple months ago and then we got it and yeah you know what it actually our delivery got delayed because of the texas storms so we were supposed to get this couch i believe on like february 21st or something like that we didn't Mm -hmm. end up getting until march 8th we literally had a whole week where we had no couches whatsoever because the salvation army came and picked up our old couches like the week before last so yeah that was interesting i mean the living room was basically <laughs> yeah, I was just going through room. it girl it was so much going and, through it and, my, and mason just she was like also oh, the living room is just like my room now because all my toys and stuff is it's just a free open play <laughs> free area for all yeah for now you know and her and dallas was just rolling around and i was like i want my couch but we got it <laughs> and it's great 
and I'll send you a picture of it. So good things, good things. But yeah, the thing that I'm the most excited about is this interview with VJ that we're about to get to in just a second once Myra does her plug-in after she's done shopping on Rooms to Go. Look at her. I wish Look. I was here. <laughs> <laughs> there's the closest one is in tennessee so maybe it's a southern thing i'm too up north for rooms to go maybe so because i think but julie's in julie's georgia. in georgia yeah, yeah maybe so oh, oh well but yes you guys let's get to plug <laughs> um definitely make sure you all check out our patreon we are still on the road to 100 so we appreciate all of you guys support um we had a few people come over so shout out we to did. y'all shout out to thank the new you patrons. And yes. we are going to be having some fun this month because our patrons is going to um, do our live recording again, like we did mm-hmm. in January. And that was so much fun back then. Um, should we say what we're going to be doing on that one? Yeah, let's go ahead and tell them. So we will be having um, a special guest. Guess too. Because I'd be forgetting the <laughs> S's, huh? <laughs> So we will be having um, Spice Chaos on that recording. So if you guys love them and want to chat with them um, mm-hmm. virtually, live, in action, join the Patreon. You do have to do the VIP portion, which is 20 a month, but it will be worth your while. We have tons of fun, and mm-hmm. I cannot wait to do that episode. This is our first time doing it with a guest on the show, mm-hmm. so it's going to be dope. So. You can find our Patreon on our website, which is plannersandwinepod.com or just search Planners and Wine on Patreon.com. Mm-hmm. Either way. Yep. Yep. Shout out to Spice Chaos. I'm super excited for uh, next week's episode and yes. super happy that they were down to have our VIP patrons join us. It's going to be a really good time. It's it's literally going to be like a talk show. <laughs> oh my God. With a yes. With a lot, oh, I can't wait. I can't yes. wait that you put in that one. So yeah, yeah, I love get it. Get on before because we're recording mm-hmm. next Saturday. So you got till yep. Friday at least. Yep, exactly, exactly. So join us there. But without further ado, let's just go and just chat with the planner queen herself, Miss VJ of Notique. Uh, listen to this um, interview. Have your notebook ready. Take some notes. Get the gems. Write the gems down. I, as we were talking to her, I was writing down gems. Okay, the gems yeah. were just overflowing. Okay, <laughs> so get ready, and we will talk to y'all uh, after the interview. So stay tuned. All right, guys. So we are back, and we are with an extremely special guest today. I am like really over here, fan girl, and I know Myra <laughs> is too. Yeah. We are talking to the founder of Notique, uh, one of our favorite favorite brands, Miss VJ. VJ, how are you? And thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. I feel like I'm on cloud nine or something. I'm like, what? So excited? Yeah, no, we feel the same way. We are on cloud nine. <laughs> thank you for having me so wonderful to be with with just wonderful and beautiful planner girls and maybe planner guys so (laughs) I'm so grateful to be here thank you Yes, yes we are so happy to have you uh, I just I just can't even get my words together I'm just I'm shook right now I'm shook. first of all guys VJ is so amazingly gorgeous and she is just yes. to the gods and it's the morning time <laughs> like how we, how okay. we are like literally crawling to the microphone mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. she's just ready to go she's ready to go yes. I can't okay <sighs> 
Okay, so first things first, just in case there's anybody out there that is not familiar, familiar with you or Nautique, can you tell the people who you are? Okay, so first, I'm, I like to say that I'm an everyday girl. I'm an everyday planner girl. i just a woman who decided to pursue her dreams and uh, whatever, and use every gift and talent that I believe that God has put on my inside. Notique. Notique was born from a place of seeking what's next for me, what's next for me, what's next for me. And I found that in the marketplace, there wasn't a specific brand that took the time to celebrate the, and empower the ambitious woman in a very fashion forward with a very fashion forward approach and importantly I have observed over the years I'm a creative at heart in fact I'm a I am a multi-passionate creative and I like to use the hashtag more than one talent I'm the more than one talent mm-hmm. kind of person and I know there are several people like me listening to this yes. and over the years I noticed that many people or including myself, have missed out on opportunities to win or opportunities to succeed or be the one to snag the position. And not because we didn't have the skill, not because we didn't have the talent, but simply because we were not organized. And so the other person edged us out because they were a little bit more organized. And I started comparing the times that I've won in my life versus the times that I have lost, so to speak. And I found out that the times that I won were were when I was intentional, when I took the time to think things through and plan things out. And all of a sudden I became the person that wins often because uh, because I was just organized. And so mm-hmm. I started doing this, this hypothesis or testing out this hypothesis. And I found out that many people were struggling in the same way. And so Notique is a summary of my own observations, my own struggles, and my own desire to be everything that I was born to be. And I've found that it, I kind of thought about it if there is a way, is there a way that I can help people solve this problem and help them succeed and win and be okay with who they are? Many times we feel we have to be somebody else to win. But the the essence of Nautique is we want to help you win with what you already have. And that is time. That is space to plan somewhat. That is thought. That is attention. And I believe that we can help people achieve success through the power of personal organization. So that's my mission. I want to change the world using the gift of personal organization. It's helped me to win. It's Mm -hmm. definitely a part of the story of Nautique. I started Nautique from zero. Nobody knew me. And here we are today. I and I'm just here to say that personal organization works. It does work. So I'm going to stop there. But yes, yes, that's what it is. Oh my God, that answer is okay. everything. Am I at a TED talk? <laughs> I feel like I'm at a TED talk. Like that was just 
I feel like so many people, myself especially included, can just identify with that story of wins versus losses. Because losses. Because if I'm honest with myself, the times that I have succeeded in life are absolutely the times where I was the most prepared the most organized mm-hmm. like you can have all the talent all the education all that in the world but if you aren't able to put it together in the best way better than your competitors it doesn't mean anything so I just that was so real to me I just yeah like, it's I mean, spot we, on we can it's stop the podcast on. now because we didn't got the gym <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to we're not going to <laughs> yes that that's really spot on and mm-hmm. it it kind of takes a little bit of courage to take a step back and mm-hmm. organize like your thoughts and get prepared for what you want to do too. Yes. So, yes. wow. Yes. Like how we, how do we top that? I don't, I don't know how we top that, but <laughs> so and, and let me, let me add something to that. Yeah. I have found that the number one, the, 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 the surefire way for a creative to fail mm-hmm. is to not focus on organization. See, okay. Uh, the idea of organization doesn't naturally come to creatives. Just when you're multi-creative, when you have so many ideas and you want to do so many things with your life, it's not our number one skill to be organized. And so Mm -hmm. when you become this person that is so gifted and then you add organization to it, you'll become unstoppable. You will take the big giants down because you have something they haven't paused to do. And I want to quickly throw that out there because there are many of us who are drowning, especially going through this pandemic and Mm -hmm. living in a social media world where you're looking at everybody else and you're thinking, oh my gosh, when is it going to happen for me? When is it going to happen for Mm -hmm. me? Well, I'm here to tell you that it will start happening for you when you start organizing what you already have and embracing the totality of who you are and running for it. So that has helped me a lot because many times when we hear people's success stories, they're like, oh my gosh, it's just easy for them. It just happened Mm -hmm. for them. Not quite actually. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's absolutely (laughs) it. That's it. Yeah, and I think our listeners know it even, especially if you don't know now, you definitely know now, but with all of our other guests that we had, it you would look at them on Instagram like, wow, they they have it, they did it, just came so easy. And then mm-hmm. you hear their stories and it's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they came from the ground up, nobody knew mm-hmm. them, they had to build that. So yep. it's just not as easy and flawless as it comes off on Instagram and social Absolutely. media. Absolutely. Oh man that I love it I know (laughs) yeah it's so good yeah it really is I'm speechless over here go ahead (laughs) I know I know so Vijay what challenges have you faced uh with starting Notique and starting your own brand okay I am not ashamed to say that I struggled with the idea of well not the idea but yeah maybe the idea but the concept of seeing myself small Mm-hmm. I started planning when I was six years old. I was born in Lagos, Nigeria, and I went to my, my dad is a retired surgeon and my mom is a retired registered nurse. And both of my parents were sort of my, my dad is a specialist and my or was a specialist when he formally practiced and they tr- they traveled the world quite a bit. So 
we were blessed to attend a private school in Lagos, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And in that private school, they, they gave us what, what we called memo books. Memo books mm-hmm. were kind of like A6 size notebooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we would sit down and at the end of the day, our, our classroom teacher would make us write our to-do list in that memo book every single day. So that's how I got introduced to the idea of writing down my plans on paper. And you would go home and use that to check off your list. And so I grew up with that. And then over the years, I just kept being this planner girl in my own way. I would journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I developed my gift of writing. And then I also studied information systems in school, which means I, I, I like to say I'm a tech girl by hand and then mm-hmm. a paper girl by heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a <laughs> good it. fusion, a good fusion yeah. of both. Mm-hmm. And I, I know how to use computers to apply systems and, and achieve success and get things done. Mm-hmm. And then I know how to also use paper to get things done so over the years I just kept being who I was or who I am and then a couple of years ago I I don't know how I stumbled into the planner community Mm -hmm. I will be honest I had no idea that there was a whole globe or world Mm -hmm. of people like (laughs) yes who love I mean I was just so excited to find somebody like me that gets excited about having a new notebook you know, yes. like, <laughs> you know, I was like, what? And, and I think about, they say, I, I was going to put up this meme about when, when a planner girl wants to celebrate, how does she celebrate? I celebrate by going to Mont Blanc and buying myself a really nice pen. Can you believe that? Or going to Kate Spade and buying a gorgeous pinky journal or going mm-hmm. into Target and getting the limited edition notebooks. That's how I yeah. celebrate. Yeah. So I had no idea that there was a planner community. And so it just occurred to me, it, it also came at a time where I was praying and asking the Lord, what's next for me in my career? I had built a, a very successful stationary business where I, I, was a, I was a wedding and event designer. And so I designed weddings and events. And then I also largely produced beautiful wedding and event invitations and mm. communiques and printed collaterals for several different companies and individuals and families over the years. I did that business going awesome. for almost two decades, almost two decades. And so I was seeking what's next for me, what's next for me. And then I stumbled into the Spana community mm. and I'm thinking to myself, what? I had no idea. But then what crept in was this idea that I was small. First of all, I felt like I was late to the game. I kind of felt like I'd been hit by a truck that where have I been? I could have done this sooner. It's on my inside. I've always wanted to put up some form of planning system or something, but it just never, it didn't click. It just Mm -hmm. did not click. So I found myself starting to shrink and say, oh God, who's you know, I saw all these big brands out there and I'm like, who's going to follow me? Who's going to, who's going to want to give me an opportunity? I'm already late to the game, but you know what? My faith kept me going. I am a woman of faith. I believe in God through the Lord Jesus. And I just took that fear and that notion that I was small, that mindset that I was small. And I took it to the Lord in prayer. And I just asked the Lord and I said, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm I'm just going to ask you to help me. And that became the beginning. And it, it was more like I received grace and courage to to not look at my numbers. And so I remember when I started zero, 
just zero, no followers. And I just started showing up every single day. And I didn't look at who didn't know me. I just looked at the people in front of me and I gave it that every single day. And so when one person would follow me, I would thank them. I would engage with them. And I kept doing that every single day. So I want to say that that has been the biggest challenge, just, just overcoming that. And then I look back now and I'm like, you mean I started from zero? Yes, I did start from zero. (laughs) I did start from when nobody knew me. And just by showing up, uh, my cup became full one day and God sent people to help me put the, the, the name of Nutik out there. I want to add something because I, I don't like to shine alone. In, in this, my journey of overcoming my zeros, mm-hmm. okay, as I kept showing up and using hashtags, one day I get a, a direct message from a lady we all love to call Elaine Michelle. E.M. or Elaine Michelle. And she slid into my DMs like, oh my gosh, I just found your brand and I'm just so excited. At that time, I think I only had two planners or one. I think I only had one planner. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm just so excited. And Mm -hmm. and I just want to share with my audience. And before I could even respond, she had gone on my website to make a purchase and all of that. And so I put this package together. It was, it was very thoughtful. I went above and beyond, put it together, sent it to her from the post office. Elaine Michelle shared Notique and Mm -hmm. she just became the first of many others Mm -hmm. that God used to help me take the message of Notique out there. And so if you're struggling, maybe somebody listening has an idea, keep showing up because you never know who's watching. You never know who can come in and help ease the burden. And so for me, Elaine Michelle became that person that stepped in and said, Hey, I'm just going to tell the world. And in one day, what I was selling in a month, just by her sharing her post, I had I, I sold what I would sell in one month in one day. Like she just wow, one wow. day. And then more people yeah. began to know. She's like, listen, I got to introduce you to this person. I got to introduce you to that person. I got to introduce you to that person. Yeah. And I just thought, I burst into tears and I just said, you know, God, thank you. Like where, mm-hmm. where, where would I be if I didn't get the help? So start right. with what you have. Don't worry about your zeros. Just start. And one day, somebody that believes in what you're trying to do will show up. And that's my story. I am so grateful. Here I am today. You beautiful ladies reached out to me, wanted to share my story. This is more opportunity for people to get to know me, but it didn't feel this great when I was looking at 10 followers and five followers, followers. but I needed to do that to get to where I am today. So, so that was one big challenge for me to overcome the idea of being seen. And you know what? I I think that so many people identify with that notion because I think Myra had just put on her Instagram stories the other day about people saying, oh, is it oversaturated? Nobody's going to want to follow me. Nobody's going to buy my product. Nobody's going to this. And it's like, you never know what's waiting for you if you're willing to just take that leap and take that step. And the support is one of the things that I have come to absolutely just love and cherish 
so much about this community because yes. I mean I even remember when we first started we started at zero to thinking yeah. that I mean maybe 10 of our planner friends are going to listen to the podcast but we don't care we still want to make it yes. and as soon as we started posting about it and sharing it so many people people that we didn't even know started mm-hmm. sharing our podcast and saying that they were excited about it and listening to it and it's like that support that you're that you get in this community is just not like anywhere that I've ever seen and I just feel like that alone should just push people to just put themselves out there like like you said like everybody thinks that they're small you know what I'm saying but you just never know what what could happen if you're just willing just to take that leap and that's just so awesome and shout out to Elaine Michelle for supporting you like that and just being one of the the early early people on the ground with no teeth because I mean I'm not gonna lie when I discovered you I was like where have I been where like why haven't I done this (laughs) yes 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 and and can I just say that Mm -hmm. that as you I I think another aspect will also be be the person that is also willing to receive help because Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. so key you know if I never responded to her who knows what maybe you know and I think she really appreciated the fact that she told me she said your personality and your willingness to just go above and beyond. She told me, she said, it's going to take you far in this community because, mm-hmm. and, and, and the idea that you listen and you care will separate you. And so she felt that if I treated her that way, she could trust me with her network. Mm-hmm. And so she was yeah. able to introduce me to at home with Quitter and so many, so many other uh, mm-hmm. Shea budgets and, yes. and so many other people that that maybe directly they may not have approached me but because she felt she could trust me and I had received her own little help in fact she didn't even think she did anything she honestly didn't think she did anything she just felt I genuinely love this brand and I'm just going to share so I think the lesson for me too was always be willing to receive help as well don't don't be too don't be too full of yourself that you don't Mm -hmm. realize that you need help and I needed help in a competitive market, in a market where everybody's doing their own take, you need help. <laughs> Real yeah, yeah. facts. You need yep, help. Yeah. You know? And help is not a weakness. Help Mm-mm. asking for help takes courage. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. for sure. If you I mean you're starting off on ground zero, you know, don't be ashamed. Yeah. Not be ashamed to ask for help. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes, everybody yes. has to start somewhere. Everybody yes. starts at zero. Absolutely. Yes. Everybody starts there. So, yes. you know, it's just, there's no shame in that. And help is absolutely a strength, not a weakness. Like you said. Yes. Oh, okay. So what is, um, one of your biggest accomplishments or something that you are the most proud of? Okay. I thought, I'm, I, I thought about, I, I, there are many things I can say. I can say my sales numbers. I can say my following. I can say being featured, but I will honestly tell you my greatest accomplishment is the grace I've received to connect deeply with my patrons and my customers and my followers. I treasure my customers. They are friends to me. I remember when I started and I was praying and I was saying, God, you know, like, how do I stand out? Like, what can I do? And one of the wisdoms I received in the place of prayer was to treat people very well, like take 
great care of your customers. So I started writing these notes, these handwritten notes, and I would write it on every single order. I love those notes, by the way. They I just know, make me feel I so know. Good. I have them all. <laughs> and those notepads are everything. Guys, they you are. Don't know, whenever you get a Notique order, you get this amazing little notepad with a beautiful handwritten note from VJ. It's just, it's just class all the way. You know, yes. it's just classy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, ladies. And, and a lot of tears, too. I, re- I would be up about four o'clock, five o'clock. Oh, and wow. I started, and I started just finding a way to let the other person, because I believe that the fact that you've taken your one cent and put it in my hands, it's a responsibility for me. You're trusting me. You're saying, VJ, I trust you. I, I want to give you my hard end cent. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I don't see my customers as numbers and I see my customers as friends and I treat them that way. When you reach out to customer service, we don't give you a bland, generic response. We address you properly. Mm -hmm. So long before Bridgerton, okay? Long before (laughs) Bridgerton, uh, Notique has been addressing. I decided to address my, my customer's with a title. And so I'm a hopeful romantic. I love the Regency era. Mm-hmm. I've always mm-hmm. read a lot of stories about the town and, and the English era. And I married an Englishman. My husband, my husband was born in Nigeria as well, but his parents sent him to England. So he's lived in England most of his life before mm-hmm. we, we met here in the United States. And so to be proper, I, I care about etiquette. I care about protocol and formalities. And so I just said, hey, you know, I'm just going to call my, I'm going to call my customers. The only title I desire in life is to be called lady, because I don't think, I don't think there's anything more swoon worthy than that title for a woman, an ambitious woman, a woman pursuing her dreams, whether she's working from home or not. I just think that is the creme de la creme of all titles. And so from day one, I started addressing my customers as Lady Megan and Lady VJ and Lady Myra, always like that. And then I noticed that my customers were like, I like this. They would respond to me and say, thank you for your response. And they would say, I just, I just like being called that. Thank you for, thank you for yes. calling me lady. Yes. Thank you for calling me lady. And they just love that. They feel, I feel like my customers, when they send me love notes, they, it's they're telling me you get me you Mm -hmm. you get the essence of who I am and who I want to become and so so for both of you that my response is just the ability to connect on such a deep level Mm -hmm. with my patrons and my customers is the best achievement of my life the ability to gain their trust Mm -hmm. and for them to to believe in what I'm doing I wouldn't trade it for the world. I really would not trade it for the world. And so, so above, above, above numbers, that is it for me, because I believe that if I keep up with you trusting me, mm-hmm. I will never have to worry about, did I sell this or did I sell that? And then lastly, the ability to build a brand without hyperselling. I don't hypersell. Nautique, we're not a, a, we don't, we're not in your face you know, buy this. No, right. we're, we're not that brand. Yeah. I don't want to be the brand that sells. I just, <laughs> I just want to be the brand that you all just love. And so, yeah, those are my, those are my key accomplishments. Uh, I love oh, that yeah. so much. <clears throat> and I feel like the fact that you 
prioritize con- that connection with your customers so much really is something that sets no teak apart. Like I remember after we had our first like DM conversation with you, me and Myra talked, and I'm like, I think I'm about to just get on the no teak website because I think I need to buy more stuff. Like I love her and I want to, and I feel like people want to support people who treat them like people and not just yes, treat them yes, like numbers, that, treating them like yes, customers. Like, like yes. just getting to know you and the woman behind the brand has just been so amazing. And I'm so excited that our followers are going to get to know you. Our listeners are going to get to know you like that too, because it just makes you want to support people when you see their drive, their ambition, the things that it took for them to get to this level. It just makes you see them as a person and not as a company. And I love that you value that so much. Yes, 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 yes. And I think in our world, we need it more than ever before. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. too much noise in our world today. Yes. People feel overlooked. People are overwhelmed by mm-hmm. everything going on around. And I think about the way I feel when somebody stops and pauses to just acknowledge me. I'm not asking you to give mm-hmm. me a title. I'm not asking you to make me special than anybody, but right. just be here with me and mm-hmm. make me feel heard and make mm-hmm. me feel as though I'm worth something to you. And I'm not just another order number this. No, no, right. no, yeah. no, that, no. <laughs> that that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, like you said, I think that's just that connection is definitely what takes people far and mm-hmm. it's so that's so beautiful i love it it's, it's like a it's, it's a love story it's yes. <laughs> deep we just get yes. deep <laughs> now vj we found out so much about you and so far we we appreciate all the wisdom that you gave but what is yes. something else that people may not know about you that you would like folks to know okay let me tell you a secret are you ready, you ready? oh we ready <laughs> <laughs> When I was little, I wanted to become a fashion designer. Hmm. Okay. I see that. Okay, I do too. I do too. I it translates. To now, now, if you have any African friends, and if you've ever met any African mother, you don't go tell your African mother that you want to be a fashion designer. Okay. 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 I remember so in my family I had a nana like an aunt Mm -hmm. that lived with us and Mm -hmm. she wanted to become at the time there was no such term as fashion designer okay you have to you have to think about this was the 80s right and she whenever my mom would travel abroad because my mom was a traveling nurse whenever she would travel abroad she would tell my mom to please bring her back Vogue magazines and Mm -hmm. so whenever my mom would hand over that Vogue magazine. I would just go sit on her desk and just flip through the Vogue magazine. (laughs) I was just so fascinated about this very stylish world that Vogue had created. And so I drew, I summed up the courage one day and I went to my mom and I said, mom, I know what I want to be when I grow up. She said, what? Ooh, y'all, 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 y'all. Oh, y'all, oh, y'all. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. You don't. I didn't know you don't go tell your African mother that. So I said, Mom, I want to be a fashion designer. So she just said to me, you're going to go to school. You're going to get your degree. And then when you're done with getting your primary degree, then you can think about becoming a fashion designer. In addition to you going to real school. (laughs) 
that, that they're when my dreams and my hopes of becoming a fashion designer. Because so, so, in their days, the fashion designing then was was relegated to tailoring only. And there was no there was no vision for the uh, a world of fashion design and what we can see today. Mm-hmm. By by birth, I'm a gifted artist, so I do have the gift of hands, and I'm able to draw. And so, uh, over that that was as much as I did with my with with that proclivity, which is mm-hmm. just drawing. That was just about it. And so, sure enough, I go to school. I started off as a pre med student because I wanted to be like my dad. Mm-hmm. And then after in sophomore year, I quickly realized that I wasn't cut out for that. But instead. Mm-hmm. I was cut out for business. So I, I went ahead and I obtained a business degree with a major in computer information systems. And over time, I I think I practiced briefly. I did some web design or web development and all of that. I did some work in IT and then got laid off by it from my dream. What would have been my dream job? And then I started business on my own and doing what I knew to do in every season of business. And here we are today, you know, Nautique is mm-hmm. a new business season for me. And so I will tell you that somehow, somehow God has graciously enabled that childhood dream because that's what you see in Nautique, that mm-hmm. fashion forward eye and approach I I do sit down and and I have a whole calendar I have a whole calendar I know I know what I'm releasing for the fall winter already I've designed it it's in production I I, I've done all of that so though I couldn't go to fashion school I've Mm -hmm. learned my way around it and Mm -hmm. I'm able to Mm -hmm. use Nautique to achieve my childhood dream and I believe that one day Nautique will will become a full on its own, on its own, you know, become, we'll be recognized in the fashion industry. We'll, we're bringing a lot of fashion yes. categories and things. You're yes. going to see them soon, but yeah, that's, yes. that's one thing I guess people may not know about me. I'm a fashion designer, an artist, fashion designer at heart. I love it. I was just about to say that, I mean, you can definitely argue that Nautique is absolutely fashion. Like, yes. how can you say it's not? How can you say it's not? <laughs> Like I literally, exactly. I matched my nail polish to my notique last week. So hey, what? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Oh my gosh, I hey. love that so much. And you know, like I said, if, if you want to give us any you know, fall, winter sneak peeks, you know, we're here for <laughs> We won't tell. I'm just saying, you know. So, I, I can share. I can share one. I can share one. I Ooh. I envision. Do you remember Jessica in Suits? suits the series the tv mm-hmm. series suits. oh yeah yeah i just you know i don't know about you but many times after the show i would just be like can we just buy her closet like who styles mm-hmm. jessica <laughs> can we just her accessories and everything you know so yeah. in my head in my head i've always wanted to be even even if i even if we never all be that way but i've always envisioned this very stylish ambitious woman even mm-hmm. even though she may work from home or she may do something 
privately, but whenever she steps out, she steps out with a lot of confidence and I got this, I can do this. So mm-hmm. that picture is kind of like what's in my head and my heart about that Nautique woman. It doesn't matter her shape. It doesn't matter her size. It doesn't matter her color. She's just a woman who's full of passion for her life, full of, yes. full of enthusiasm of all that she wants to be. And so I'm bringing that essence into some new categories for Nautique. God willing, you all are going to see some some handbags and uh, things that will complement your your. <laughs> and let me tell you, get ready. It's gonna be they're they're fire. They're fire. Uh, just just get ready. I'm about, I, I'm about to just send you my stemmy. Just here's the stemmy. <laughs> send me the stuff when it's done. That's it. I don't want to hear nothing else. That's it. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. Like when you step out, whenever you decide to step out as a woman, I want you to have the the confidence, okay? The confidence that regardless of who you are and what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are, you have the potential to become everything that you were born to be. And Mm -hmm. if my planner design helps you feel that way. I'm grateful for that. If my handbag design helps you feel that way, I'm grateful for that. And one of the problems that I sought to solve with Nautique is the idea, I'm a very prudent and diligent, I'm diligent with my money. I'm diligent mm-hmm. with my resources. I do not like waste, hence why we are a, uh, let's say, conserve the environment and we mm-hmm. care. I, I care. From my childhood, I was, I remember being being the president of the Nigerian Conservation Foundation in school because oh, wow. I wanted <laughs> us to just take care of everything. I don't yeah. like waste and all of that. So, so I hope to bring all of that in i i was i was trying to establish a brand that is attainable you know decent price but you don't have to spend eight hundred dollars to appear as though you're together i i i imagine i know that there are more equipping tools for men uh, out there naturally in terms of business but for the woman we usually just it's like whatever, whatever. Like, it's okay for us to, to enter the boardroom or enter or going to interviews mm-hmm. or meet with, meet with a customer and, and just feel like, Hey, I've got the tools. And yeah. without me saying anything, you can, you can give me some recognition because I've taken the time to put myself together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, that's oh. some of the, amongst the many things that y'all will see, but yeah, there's, that's this one. There's another big one, but I can't tell you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm about to burst. Oh, okay, so let's get into some fun questions. Even though this whole thing has been absolutely, it's just a yes. dream. It's so fun talking to you. Um, what is the most beautiful place you've ever seen? Oh my gosh, the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Hmm, let me let me think about that. Uh, I am not much of a traveler. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not much of a traveler. I tend to be a homebody. Like mm-hmm. I can totally make myself happy at home. But I want to say that just being by the water mm-hmm. is just, I love to walk. And so mm-hmm. being by the water, 
for me, reveals the beauty in our world. It, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good hint at the possibilities because the water is endless. You, you're looking at yes. the sea and the oceans and it's like endless possibilities. And so I would say the water for sure. I do like I water. Love that. I love I like that. Water. Me too. Yeah, that is good. That is so mm-hmm. calming. That is so I calming. know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know with the pandemic at all. I don't know if you have been to the movies, but what is the last movie you saw and what did you think of it? Okay, so I haven't been to the movies in a long while, okay? But I, can I just tell you that I have fallen in love with the Chinese culture and the Chinese people. And I'll tell you how this happened. So of course, I, I, lo- I told you that I'm a hopeful romantic. So I'm one of those that come Christmas time, we record everything on Hallmark. Okay. You know, like we're here, Hallmarkers, we're here, you know, and then when Hallmark doesn't give us enough, we go on other stations specifically to look for their love stories. Okay. I love beautiful, emotional, emotional love stories. And so during the pandemic, I discovered a Chinese series on Netflix titled here and heart so h-e-r-e-a-n-d and heart h-e-a-r-t here and heart mm-hmm. oh my gosh oh my gosh and though it's subtitled because you have to read to understand yeah. <laughs> but i just felt like oh my god like this writer totally gets me like they just Ew. the depth of the emotions <laughs> to see how to see how people like you and me in their mm-hmm. own culture, in their own way, the mm-hmm. beautiful city of Shanghai and how people operate and do business and all of that. It was just so, it was just everything. Can you tell the way I feel? Can you tell? Like I, I just, can, oh, I gotta go watch this now. I love romance. Be warned, <laughs> it's 48 episodes. You will not sleep. I'm not, I'm just telling you now, you're going to be up trying to figure out what's happening in the next episode, you know, but <laughs> yeah. it, it, it is, it, it, some people feel it's dragged out, but for me, I was just so excited to find something that I, that gets me that, mm-hmm. that deep emotional connection. So yeah. yes, here and heart is totally my latest Ooh. discovery. I loved it. I really, and I, and it's helped me mm-hmm. fall in love with the Chinese people even more. I have a lot of respect and mm-hmm. regard for the Asian community more than ever before, because yes. I feel like I was able to see myself in their story as mm-hmm. well. And I think that's one of the yeah. things that we as a people need to do. We need to reach beyond what we know, Mm-hmm. and be willing to give other people an opportunity. And I want to pay for it. I want to give other people, other communities, other cultures, an opportunity to learn their own story and learn mm-hmm. what makes them up. So yes, so go go watch here in heart. Love yes. it. And you know, we're always looking for a good Netflix binge. Oh. So 48 episodes, <laughs> that sounds like a good time. <laughs> yes, for sure. A good binge, a good binge. Yes, yes. Um, let me see. <laughs> What talent would you want to pos- to possess to possess if you could? So any talent that you, what you want to possess? Oh my gosh! So what talent would I want to possess? Okay, I already have a lot, and I've developed a lot. Yes, yes, a lot. you do, girl. <laughs> I you. I, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to own it. I really have. So yes. Let me think about. Okay. 
is it okay for me to answer that I still feel that though I'm very gifted, there are areas that I would still love to grow in. Is that okay? Absolutely. Is that a good mm-hmm. answer? Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe I know it all. Though I'm very gifted, I still feel I would love to see myself grow more as an artist, though very gifted. I would love to do that. And then I have a deep passion for communication. I care deeply about communication. And so I still want to continue to grow in communication to continue to serve more people. And yeah, I, I think that's I what, that's what I would say. I don't know that there's a specific, oh, maybe play an instrument better. All right. That's another one. Maybe play an instrument better. <laughs> I love you it. <laughs> yes. It's a good one. <laughs> All right. You want to do one more fun question? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I can't wait to hear this answer. Who is your hero? Can I be really, really honest? Can I be honest? Of course. Girl, (laughs) yes. Okay. So I grew up in Nigeria. And the key difference in Nigeria from the United States is the advancement and the development of this, the cult, the society. Okay, so in Nigeria, we're very culture rich people. But one area that we struggle with is just, it's a very developed, it's a a developing country, but we still have a way to go. And they're they're very wealthy people. They're people that are doing very well. As I mentioned, I went to a private school, so I'm grateful for that. But while I was in school, I went to a secondary school, a middle school that gave me the opportunity to mix with other other students and Mm -hmm. people from many different backgrounds and it was in school that uh, I was approached by a young group of women who led me to the Lord and shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with me and frankly that, that was when I was 12 years old and it became a defining moment for me now I know everybody has their story but ladies if you want me to be honest with you the Lord Jesus is my hero. And I, and I mean that from the depth of my heart because he's so real and tangible to me mm-hmm. that every success, every opportunity that I have gained in my life is because I had a source of, I had somewhere that my faith was plugged into. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I am, I am nothing without the faith that I have in the Lord Jesus. I'm just being honest. If you, if you want to kill me, just take that away. Just, just, uh, just, that's it for me. Everybody has their strengths. Everybody has their stories. But my story is I am a product of being a follower of Christ. I, I absolutely am. He's uh, the, the, the things you admire about Notique came from spending time with the Lord, every idea, mm-hmm. every thought, Love every it. strategy, because I, I grew up in a, in an environment that didn't have all the resources. So I've learned to work with little and I had to, I had, you know, when you grow up in a place like Nigeria, you grow in faith because there, you don't mm-hmm. have the comforts of life in e- every single time. We don't have the comfort of 24 seven uh, electricity. We don't have the comfort of utilities every single time. It's not that it's not there. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to paint. Nigeria is beautiful. I'm just letting mm-hmm. you, I'm just sharing that it's not as consistent as it is here in the United States. So right. yeah. you're, you're almost forced to believe God for everything. You want to, you want to, yeah. you want to <laughs> jump on the road. You're going to believe God. Okay. <laughs> you want to go to school or finish school 
you're going to have some faith. You see, mm-hmm, so it's, mm-hmm. I grew up in that environment where faith helps you navigate. And so yeah. mm. over the years, I've grown in faith. I've, I'm now this person that every idea, every time I cried, when I, I have a story of where I suffered a miscarriage in my life before giving birth to my son, every single time I've been bit, down Mm -hmm. that faith in the Lord Jesus is what got me through and I will tell you that one highlight of my life is this business which is Notique the strategies that I use I study the life of Jesus to see how he treated people everyday people and there were people who were high and mighty in his days and they never came down to the level of the people so the idea of connecting deeply with people I learned that from scripture I learned that by studying the life of Christ the idea of treating people one-on-one and giving them undivided attention I learned that from Christ the idea of being diligent I learned that uh, you know from the life of Christ do you see what I mean the idea Mm -hmm. of of love for people I learned that from Christ so that is my story that is who I am that is everything I've come to learn to trust him for everything Mm -hmm. so for instance when FedEx refused to deliver my over my 300 packages a couple of weeks ago because I knew that I'm not a big company like all the I I went to him and said Lord fix this because FedEx is trying to get in the way of my greatness. Lord yeah. help. Oh, FedEx. <laughs> FedEx is stopping look, greatness here. Look, FedEx. Stopping you greatness. Can, you cannot go against the Lord, FedEx. Okay. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Because I don't have senior vice presidents that can travel to Memphis to go put fire on, 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 on the corporate office there. Mm-hmm, so I, yeah. I just have to pray. Lord, wherever my packages are, Lord. <laughs> I love it. And speaking of that, that that goes back to what you were saying, like being one-on-one with the customers, just for you to acknowledge that and say, hey, you know, I I understand like you're a planner bay too. You know, we were losing our minds. No, Myra lost it. She was like, every day she was like, my, my notes still not here. Meanwhile, I done got two in the mail because I'm in Texas. So I was like, girl, I was scared to tell a VJ. I was scared. Like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, girl. It's coming. But I, I really appreciate the message you sent out. It just mm-hmm. showed how much you cared about us as uh, your customers. Yep. So I, I really appreciate that. I'm sure everybody else did too. I but did. I did. Yeah. I got so many love notes. Thank you so much for your care. I'm like, yes. we could not do anything that week. If you noticed, if you look back at my timeline, I yeah. did not do a, I did not do any feed post because yeah. I had to be sensitive to my customers. I, I'm thinking, what am I promoting? What am I sharing when my customers, their packages are stuck in, te- in Memphis, you know? Yeah. I, I, no. I, yeah, I love that. I love that. And I don't know yeah. what, I feel like that's one of the biggest pet peeves that a lot of people have with brands, that there'll be something that's going on that's affecting the customers and they'll just be on the timeline like it's just nothing going on. And yeah. that's when you get people going that's off in it. the comments and mad because yeah. like you can't just ignore them. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. 
no. I'm like, nah. So uh-uh. I, I, I was teasing last week. I sent, uh, oh, at the end of the week when we finally started seeing the packages move, I sent a text to my girlfriend. I said, can someone please inform FedEx that I too have chosen to prioritize the delivery of my payments to other to other vendors until <laughs> until my customers get their, get their packages, you know. And hey, no no hate no hate for FedEx. We right, understand right. that that things do happen. Yes. It was just so rough. It was they it could was have rough. done a better job of communicating to us. So you know, yeah. so yeah. we were finding out through our customers what was happening, and mm-hmm. that that that's a whole nother story. Okay. We, yeah. You know, but they're, we've, we've been assured that they're going to do better. They've apologized. They're going to do better. Mm-hmm. So we'll give FedEx grace. We love you, FedEx. Let's, yeah. let's just do better. <laughs> let's just, we'll better. give them grace. <laughs> <laughs> give them grace. I love that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. BJ, it has just been an absolute honor and a pleasure talking yes. to you. I mean, 100%. your spirit, your personality, everything just shines through. And I mean, I just couldn't be a prouder supporter of Notique. I Myra too. Absolutely. Like we just yep. absolutely love you. We love your brand. I'm about to get on the website now. <laughs> um, <laughs> listeners, get on the website. Both me and Myra have affiliate codes. If you want to use our code, yeah. get 10% yes, off. We'll please. have them in the description box. <laughs> yeah. And uh, VJ, can you let the people know where they can find you on the internet? Yes. So first, I want to say thank you so much to everyone that's joining in our fun conversation today. You can find me at Notique Brand on all of my social media handles and then on the website at Notique.com. So Notique.com. And I also want to say that every time you make a purchase from Notique, you're not just supporting me and my small team. I have a tiny team, actually. We've chosen to be a small team that does big things. And so, so you're not just supporting my small team, but you're helping me equip and empower women and also men in developing countries. So I do a lot of work back home in Nigeria. There's still a lot of people who are struggling. There are a lot of people who don't have the resources and the ability for them to achieve their dreams. So we're very focused on helping more and more entrepreneurs and more women. We care a lot about widows. We care about people who just don't have the, those opportunities and we're giving back. We're, and, and more and more this year, we're going to share more stories about the impact that we have. And so when you trust me with one dollar know that it doesn't just end with me there's a whole lot that that it reaches and a whole lot more people that it reaches so thank you very much yes. for having me and thank you for supporting Notique. i greatly appreciate everyone yes oh my god we love That's you so, so much dope. yes oh, stop. i'm at the burst with love i can't okay <laughs> Thank you so much again, VJ. And guys, just keep on listening. We'll be back with the rest of of the episode in just a minute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
right, guys. So we are back. Myra, I'm just on cloud nine after talking to VJ. She is just so amazing. I just cannot say enough good things about her. Like, what? how do you feel, girl? Give me some feedback. Just speechless, honestly. I, I mean, we've spoken with her before we did this and we still were like, oh, she's amazing. But just mm-hmm. getting to know a little bit more about her, her background mm-hmm. and how she became who she is today is just Mm -hmm. is so dope it's it's really inspiring Mm -hmm. like like you said like she started from ground zero and yep I appreciate her saying like acknowledging people that helped her along the way and being willing to accept help because I think Mm -hmm. we kind of get in our own way sometimes with that where we're Mm -hmm. like we're so proudful like we want to be like I'm this girl boss and I did it all on my own yada yada but yeah sometimes you know you need people along the road to help you out yeah and that's okay yep exactly exactly like people especially people who are willing to help you I mean just let them help you and just use them as assets and always be grateful and give back to people I feel like VJ just personifies all of that and I mean she's just an awesome reminder that everybody has to start somewhere I feel like in this new like social media like world and space people have this idea of success that it's like a microwave it's just instant and overnight and either mm-hmm. you're successful or you're not and it's just that quick and that simple and it's like no like everybody who you see that's successful on Instagram you know besides maybe like the Kardashians or something they started at zero <laughs> okay everybody started at zero and you just have to work your way up and if it's something that's worth it to you and it's something that you're passionate about you gotta be willing to put in the work and one day the reward will absolutely come as long as you're doing the right things and you get organized and you do what you need to do you, you'll make it one day so shout out to vj that yeah. was just i love her yeah and it Lady stays long term mm-hmm. instant mm-hmm. like instant fame like mm-hmm. i'll be looking at tessica page now i'm like girl tessica <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna her talk about get- her seal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the gorilla goo girl. I just she yeah. says she don't like it, so I call her Tessica. But I like she trying to do this whole influencer thing and you mm-hmm. can tell her engagement is going down. Like it mm-hmm. it don't work like that, y'all. You gotta build yourself up. You, you wanna build. keep it long term, you gotta mm-hmm. build it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, since we're already on the topic of Notique, they did do a restock of their spring release. So if you're still trying to get some of those beautiful, amazing um, new agendas that they have, check out their website. I believe they still have quite a few still available in this spring release. So, you know, girl, get you some, use our codes. They'll be in the description box and support Notique support yeah. DJ. and she has after pay because after pay is bay she got it after pay is bay period yep <laughs> yeah yep yep <laughs> exactly exactly and you know what go ahead and start getting your notique fun together because notique has some amazing things coming up in the next few months and you know if you stay ready you don't have to get ready and girl that part. Y- y'all not ready to see me with this notique bag y'all not He's gonna be a tell Meg. Nothing. It's <laughs> gonna be over for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Oh my god. And we yeah, don't actually have places to go with the baby. Yeah, so that's yeah. the best part. <sighs> so excited. Kaya not wait. 2021 it, looking up. It's looking up. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's so much great stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and no teak is no exception. So, definitely mm-hmm. go ahead and check it out. It is mm-hmm. worth it. I'm telling y'all, once it you is. get one, they like Pringles, you just can't stop. So, mm-hmm. yep. and I, I'm sure y'all probably want to go ahead and support her after hearing yep. that interview. Because how could you, you not? How could, how you, could not? you not? Myra probably on the website right now. I, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm looking at this green lush one and I'm like, I don't do Girl. rings. I don't do rings. Why am I looking it's at so these rings? Good. But it's so good. It's so I good. Feel I feel you. I feel you. I love it. Oh, okay. So we don't have too much planner news this week. So I guess we can go ahead and get into some celeb garbage. Okay. Myra, the million dollar question. Did you watch the Meghan Markle interview with oprah this week yeah you know what yay and you i was going through my instagram scrolling Mm -hmm. and i seen you was posting about it i'm like meg about to have me do this homework assignment so let me just go ahead and watch this (laughs) period because when you stay ready you don't have to get ready (laughs) (laughs) already knew like this is about to be a homework assignment and then plus, like a lot of the podcasts that I listened to, I knew they were going to be talking about it. So I at least mm-hmm. wanted to know what was going on. And right. My God. I My gosh. Yeah. It's like very seldomly do we see the promo for stuff be not as good as the actual product. Because usually they put the best, juiciest mm-hmm. parts in the promo. They did not do that. They saved the best, juiciest parts for the actual interview. And girl, when I tell you my mouth was on the floor for two hours, I have never been locked into something. I haven't been locked into something that hard in so long. And obviously, it's not anything. Okay, obviously, there is racism within every country. And there's racism, obviously, within something like a royal family. You know what I'm saying? Whose wealth is quite literally built on racism. You know what I'm saying? But to hear her descriptions of some of the things that went on behind the scenes and how long the loneliness that she felt to the point of, and obviously it wasn't just loneliness, but the despair that she was going through because of the things that people were saying about her and the tabloids and the people that she trusted not protecting her to know what level of desperation and sadness it took her to is just it was so sad it was so yeah so sad I just my heart went out to her so so much and obviously we knew the situation was bad if they're leaving the royal family like they wouldn't just leave the royal family lightly you don't do that lightly and technically they really didn't they said we're just taking a step back and they got pushed out basically they got pushed out yeah but i first of all megan and harry spilled the tea the full hot it was it was a little they they held back a little bit but to me when when i when i was yeah they had to i when i was listening to it i was like this is like kind of like a warning to the royal family like do i have dirt mm-hmm. and receipts i'm, I'm a, I, I have receipts i'm gonna give a little bit now fall back don't mess with me mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Don't mess mm-hmm. with me. That's mm-hmm. that's what I was hearing when I was listening to everything. Yeah. And of course, a lot of people are like, why didn't you know Harry say who it was that said something about Archie's skin tone? Like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't he say it? Y'all have to remember this is Harry's family. We we don't know them. So of course we like spill it, mm-hmm. tell it. We don't mm-hmm. know them, but that's all he knew. Right. That is that is his family. Right. So I mean and Although, I mean we all have trash family members yeah and, you know we have trash family members and we're still even if they're your family is trash you want to still protect them to a certain yeah. extent you know what I'm yeah. saying because one bridge that you just don't want to burn beyond repair is with family a lot of the time you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. so obviously you know I I I just didn't fault him totally for protecting obviously his yeah. daddy or his or his brother because it was clearly one of them too. Yeah, we know. He let us know, know enough to know that because yeah, he it was told like reading between the lines. Yeah, the Oprah talk said the next day on um GMA that he had specified that it wasn't his grandmother or his grandfather who said it, but he won't specify further. So your daddy pick and choose. I feel like both, but that that's just my opinion. <laughs> but in you know. Ah man, his that's daddy just stopped so... taking his calls at one that, point, and he—he's not even talking to his brother, really. No, that's why I think it was William who said it. I think it was William, and then okay, so since this has come out, you know, the royal family—they put out this little pitiful little statement talking about they take it seriously, they're going to investigate internally, whatever. Girl, I done got that um, same email at work, and I never heard times. nothing else. I never <laughs> heard nothing else. else. Period. But okay, why, go off. Okay? <laughs> and I think um, William was out at an event in an event this week, and I think a reporter or somebody asked him about it, and he was like, "The royal family is very much not racist." Okay, the United States is very much not racist. That don't mean shit. No, yes, you are. Everybody, the, everybody that's racist don't think they racist. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> I, you know, like who admits yeah. that they're racist? Exactly. The I think people see see racism as like calling people the n-word or mm-hmm. you know very like over textbook racism but it's really the subtle things that megan had experienced that a lot of people mm-hmm. a lot of us have that like it's very the undertone stuff it's the not protecting her mm-hmm. when pulling out a story that clearly it was the reverse mm-hmm. of what actually happened and to imagine like she was on the verge of suicide mm-hmm and she didn't even read she didn't even read most of the stuff that was Mm -hmm. going on about her Mm -hmm. I I don't I couldn't imagine what Mm -hmm. what the story would be if she actually tuned into Mm -hmm. what people were saying about her right and she's not allowed to have any type of response have any type of defense for herself I mean at one point they wouldn't even let her go to lunch with her friends because they're telling her that she's everywhere and she's like and she literally said I'm everywhere but I'm nowhere like yeah. it was she literally was not able to do anything or go anywhere for months because of them and it's like everybody can relate to that and I'm so happy that she related it back to the pandemic and being in quarantine because we see how people been losing their minds mm-hmm. over that so it's like how can you not understand where she's coming from and this and, she, and it's and unlike with all of us at least with uh, with the pandemic we all knew that we're all going through it so whatever but with her she's like no it's not everybody going through it kate can go to lunch with her friends other people in the royal family can do this 
this and do that and I'm sitting here basically in isolation like I she didn't say it but I wouldn't be surprised if she had contemplated leaving Harry at different points just to for her own personal health and safety because she probably didn't think that there was any way out with him too you know what I'm saying yeah she probably was like I probably just have to leave him and you know he's I love him and we have a child and all this but you know some points you have to prioritize yourself so like I said she didn't say it but I would not be surprised if that was a conversation that they had at some point also where she was like I can't live like this yeah and it turned out that Harry was a real one Harry was Mm -hmm. like you know Mm -hmm. I I see I see history repeating itself and yep to protect my family yep uh i gotta do something about it and yep i can't fault him at all for that i mean nope anybody Mm -hmm. would did that and i think a lot of people are just like oh you know how is her life so hard she had you know royalty basically Mm -hmm. she had everything she could possibly ask for but that that goes to show like money ain't everything no and and money doesn't trump freedom yeah because you're talking about a woman who had been you know a successful actress had money had opportunity was able to go anywhere and do anything she wanted travel the world basically not having any of that anymore like it she said when she was living at the um at the cottage or wherever on the royal grounds that they were living they she didn't have her car keys she didn't have her passport she didn't even have her id like you she couldn't just come and go as she wanted to it was a whole process and a whole big thing like she basically just did not have any type of control or autonomy over her life anymore and I just that's a hard way to live and I mean I guess for Harry you know he never knew any different way to live so it probably right. wasn't that difficult for yeah. him but probably through her is how he kind of learned that okay this definitely isn't really normal and the way they were going at her was definitely not just how they just go at everybody it was it was like she said there's a difference between being rude and being racist <laughs> and yeah. you can deal with rudeness but being a person of color and having to deal with racism to that extent I just couldn't even imagine it my gosh it had to be yeah. so insanely difficult and just yeah my heart was just uh I was so mad I know it, it, all the black twitter wants to just fight the royal family like is this the Girl, american revolution we, again because we finna fight y'all and win <laughs> we again ready, ready for that <laughs> boston tea party again okay. <laughs> did you see that meme about about spilling the tea they had yes. a picture of the boston tea party and then a picture of megan and harry spilling the tea <laughs> oh my god God. the 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 earl gray tea was just everywhere with that the memes it was so good (laughs) yeah oprah is just absolutely flawless she got down to the nitty gritty like oh i just love i died laughing when she was like she asked megan first like who said the thing about Mm -hmm. archie and like i don't want to talk about it she's like okay you know that's fine Mm -hmm. Harry come. Who said the thing about Archie? Who said it? Who said it? Who, Who said, said it? it? The the people want to know. It's like <laughs> she is so. It's like why sometimes watching an interview or listening to the to an interview can be so frustrating because you'll think of questions that you wish that you could ask the person and the interviewer doesn't ask them. No, 
everything, every question that comes to your head, Oprah is going to ask that yeah. question. She is yep. so tuned in to what the audience, the world wants to know. There was, I, I there's nothing additional that I would ask that she didn't cover here, except for which, you know, it was a three and a half hour interview and they only put what, like an hour and a half into the TV special. So it could have hit the cutting room floor. But like I said, my theory about maybe Megan wanting to leave him at some point, I've been open probably asked because how could you not how could you not say well did you ever think about leaving him how could that not come out you know what I'm saying I just feel like yeah. that is that's something that I would be really curious to know and I wouldn't be surprised about but she probably if she asked that maybe she just didn't you know that's what the British sicko tabloids would have absolutely been running with that she almost left him and it would have just erased the rest of the narrative so I'm glad she yeah. stuck to the nitty-gritty they didn't talk about her trash daddy at least not that we saw which i appreciate it because he's the worst i see he tried to do an interview did he do that interview i didn't even check for it he was on like good morning britain or something like that and saying that he's so disappointed in megan and harry and racism doesn't exist in britain the royal family who he's never met is not racist um basically it's the media for me like why are you even putting this man on the platform Look, that's their pro- you see who he who who was putting him on the platform though the british media once again they Looks just like you're they proving just, yourself they just mind you it. i'm sure that they reached out to her mom never seen an interview with her mom of course not of course not because her mom actually has respect for her daughter and her yeah. relationship with her daughter and it's like her dad just continues to baffle me with on one hand he's begging to have a relationship with her but on the other hand, he's getting paid to sell her down the river as much as like, how can you as a father discount your your black child's experience with racism as if it doesn't exist? It literally say it doesn't exist. And you don't, she don't even talk to you. You don't know. You don't know. Why why couldn't he say, I don't know? I if if she's saying that, then I'm assuming to have my daughter's not a liar. Why that's what I would say. If you truly don't know then say that but don't literally discount her whole experience i mean her daddy didn't sound any different than pierce morgan and it was gross it was absolutely gross you gotta be another trash individual but you know i don't know i just uh they like she said that her only regret was believing that they were going to protect Mm her and i think that's where the downfall was she she really believed that Yep. and mm-hmm. they trash for not doing it yep yeah yep. and my thing is i don't see how people so you know there have been some people nobody i follow at least they hadn't said it publicly but um there have been so many people who are still trying to discount her story say she's lying say she's this but i just feel like there's so much evidence that she's telling the truth i mean all you have to do is look at the look at the tabloids Look at the tabloids over the past few years of the British media and the type of things that they were saying about her. At one point, there was a headline about Megan being straight out of Compton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. comparing her or her future baby to a monkey. Like, these things are documented. And you can look at interviews from a couple years ago where her and Harry kind of gave little hints of what they were going through in the background. You know what I'm saying? So it's just everything that they're saying is just very well documented. And it's just only people who don't believe are people who are trash and who don't want to believe it. Period. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah yeah you can try to kind of see that they were trying to get ahead of everything too because like Mm -hmm. out of that story out of nowhere came about about that she made cake yeah and that was yeah that was that was out of yeah that was out of nowhere so it it's so obvious and yeah if people don't want to believe it oh it's just the angry the angry black woman narrative is yeah. just what well, they tried to, i mean megan is so this megan is so that and it's like yeah but shout out to them and archie looks the just truth. like harry so f whoever said that <laughs> whoever had a comment somebody, about his skin color somebody on in twitter, image of harry somebody on twitter was like whoever said that has clearly never even had a conversation with a black person clearly the most black people would tell you if this child is going to be literally one fourth black and Megan is almost white passing there's mm-hmm. just no way like there was obviously a very small chance he could have been of a darker more melanated skin tone but the yeah. odds were very was never very, very yeah, was and hell slim. even if he even if he was so what Get, like why, shouldn't even why matter. is that a bad thing but the fact that he doesn't have a title and with that title he doesn't have with no title he doesn't have security either even though he is the grandchild of the next king is wild is wild i mean yeah just throw the whole yeah, family away yeah they, the they so trash the whole rule changing <laughs> like wild. of course harry wasn't in line like literally William and all his kids mm-hmm. would have had to go for him to even be alive for it. so it wasn't gonna happen but still the changing mm-hmm. of the rules and stuff is just so obvious we've been through that mm-hmm. like just as black people and people of color mm-hmm. that when you get to some place they switch the rules on you so they move yep. the goalposts yeah so it's just yep. it's textbook mm-hmm. also textbook. shout out to Tyler Perry okay Tyler <laughs> see now I don't feel so bad about supporting them terrible you need to get the wigs together clearly you need to get the wigs together but get your but... coin so you can continue to protect our American princess Meghan yes. Markle <laughs> period yes. oh my gosh Ugh. but yeah and you know shout out to Pierce Morgan uh losing or leaving his job whatever he did I heard he was forced out it yeah. was kind of like mm. a voluntold uh firing like I guess I just really felt like he couldn't take the backlash and he was literally on like doing that interview for what an hour or two he's horrible and y'all expect Megan to continue to deal with all that he's been trashing her for years yeah he's been trashing her for literal years and And I couldn't take an hour he's demanding that the 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 talk show the talk apologize to him for what they said why should you you don't want to apologize you, the reason why you left your job is because you refuse to apologize and so you want somebody else so nobody can say anything about you but you're allowed to say whatever you want how does that work he'll get a job on fox or something like that yeah whatever right. is the british equivalent to fox news he's absolutely <laughs> yeah, there, and he can stay but you know what this is still a hit to him even if he's making more money or whatever because he's not going to be mainstream anymore that is yeah. the point that is the mm-hmm. point. He's not going to be mainstream. That is a win for all of us, for this trash human. I'm waiting on the day that Twitter go ahead and uh, kiss his ass goodbye and say, get get off. get Bye. Bye. <laughs> you got to go. Oh, 
but I am <laughs> very grateful that they seem to be in a happier place and mm-hmm. it's just it's kind of like a I love how she equated to the Little Mermaid. I'm like, that's your story, girl. That is mm-hmm. really your story. Yes, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. Uh, I love it. So, so shout out to, to Megan and Harry. And yeah. oh yeah, they're having a baby girl. I'm so excited. Oh, that is exciting. Harry was excited too. He, he was. was so happy. He was. And I mean, it's just, I'm sure to, to know that your kids are not going to have to grow up in the type of environment that he grew up in it has to be a weight lifted off of him like I'm sure he wishes that things would have happened in a way different way yeah he has to know that his like he he said at one point like his kids can ride their bike and go to the beach and do all these things that he Mm -hmm. literally couldn't do it's wild to me yeah he basically didn't have a childhood yeah and it's it's crazy because he probably didn't even realize that until he got with Mm -hmm. megan Mm -hmm. he He thought it was all just yeah that's normal to him yep yeah yeah this girl it's crazy i'm excited for their future though i i just think they're just going to be so happy yeah same same and i feel bad for putting them in the celebrity garbage uh category because they're not celebrity garbage but i just the the royal we don't have anything yeah the the royal family yeah (laughs) I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, next thing is, okay, so yesterday, we're recording this on Saturday. On Friday, it was an announcement made by all the news media that J-Lo and A-Rod had broken up and called off their two-year engagement. Well, today, I wake up and J-Lo and A-Rod have put out a statement that they're still together and they're working through some things. And I'm just like, why is the media- I thought like- they were married. I'm so out of the loop with some stuff. So they never got they married. Haven't. They haven't because of the pandemic, I believe. Is why they're ah, okay. Okay. That's not happening yet. But yeah, I just how weird would that be to wake up and have all these newspapers saying that you and your partner broken up and y'all not? Like what? I'm so confused about how this happened. Like what is going on? I feel like you? they had one of those fights that maybe they were like ah oh, we broke up yada for like an hour or two and then you get back mm-hmm. together yeah all couples go through it you know yeah that's true and that's somebody true. ran with that and it just blew up girl ran <laughs> with it literally ran with it so yeah so we don't know what's going on with j-lo and a-rod right now but you know all the best j-lo deserves her, her her happy ending her fairy tale she clearly values marriage a lot because she definitely keeps trying it which is better than me because I'm one and done. This is the marriage I'm in. <laughs> if it don't work, seriously, it. I think I'm done. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Uh, yeah. And also, um, Biden has stated that he wants all states to make all adults eligible for the vaccine by May the 1st so such good news so exciting like i'm sorry guys i can't wait to get vaccinated i know everybody's not on the same page some people scared but i just i don't want to live like this anymore so i will take the risk of what of the vaccine and rather than living in total isolation for another year (laughs) i don't want to do this no more (laughs) seriously yeah i i agree and as an introvert i don't want to do this anymore period i would like to have the option to say no now i have Mm -hmm. no option to say no Mm -hmm. because the answer Mm -hmm. is no just Mm -hmm. period so 
Yeah, I can't wait either. Um, I'm trying to see, like, because our state just opened up, like, if you have certain health issues, I need to look at the list to see if I fall in that. I probably don't. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm kind of upset because my sister will be able to go because she has type 1 diabetes. Mm. And they opened it up for her. I'm like, I'm older. Like, why can't I go first? <laughs> but I'm like, let me check the list. Maybe I got something it's on fine. it. But you'll you'll yeah, be soon. I probably just like, have to wait. His announcement about May 1st is good because that means that we'll, everybody who wants to be vaccinated will probably be able to get vaccinated by the summertime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Finally um and yeah and the more people around you that are vaccinated it's good for you too that's a, you know what i'm saying like it kind of works like that mm-hmm. like you don't just you don't just benefit herd from immunity vaccinated yeah you yeah. Get, you benefit from everybody around you getting vaccinated too so yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm we need pumped. more people to go out and do it and stop mm-hmm. being nervous especially i i'm gonna say black people because that's that's who i have yeah. seen and i and shout out to tyler perry again for promoting and um saying mm-hmm. you know letting people know that it's safe because um I feel like a lot of like you know his demographic older mm-hmm. kind of black women demographic wasn't really into it and then like my grandma was like oh yeah I'm gonna I'm get it you know I seen something about mm-hmm. Tyler Perry you know saying that yeah. he, you know he got in yada yada so shout out to him too because that we influence. need yeah we need that influence yep. in the black community because I keep it's really us which is like the whole world is dealing with this why do you think like and I get it you know if you know our history with U.S. government and experiment and stuff I get why people are weary about it but it's not just the U.S. right and the whole world hit to me here's another sign that it's more than likely very safe um if y'all haven't noticed in a lot of states particularly Florida I'm looking at you there was some um some drama that came out about um there was like a testing no a, a vaccination site open in like a really like rich like some rich areas in uh Florida thanks to their governor basically uh where rich people were able to get vaccinated when they probably when they were not in the categories to get vaccinated mm-hmm. yet so literally if rich people are pushing poor, poor people and old people and sick people aside to get this vaccination <laughs> it's not like they're like oh yeah y'all go ahead and get it we just no they're like rushing to the front of the lines and cheating yeah. to do so and that's they're definitely not a trampling over old people trampling to over get us. their vaccine so like what that's what's fine. the excuse again I, but mm-hmm. yeah yeah just get our it. opinion yeah exactly it's our opinion obviously if you don't agree if you don't um trust it you know you're you're within your rights to to feel that way but we are pro-vaxxers over here so let's just make very much clear. so i'm wondering how <laughs> schools and things are gonna go because our kids are getting to the age where they getting ready to be preschoolers kindergartners mm-hmm. and, and i'm years, actually so. excited about the new school year because the way it's looking like i'm not going to have to teach in a mask or a face shield which makes me feel great because that is some hard stuff to do it sucks actually yeah. <laughs> so i feel like you probably said like put your mask <laughs> on properly more than you actually taught people but pull it up over your nose over your <laughs> nose <laughs> Boy, if you if you take that mask off again, (laughs) (laughs) don't put it over your eyes. I said I said your mouth. Don't put it over your eyes. Trying to be funny. Oh, you want to be funny? Oh, you broke your mask. Okay, go to the nurse and get a new mask. That was me, guys. 
I don't want to live that life no more. <laughs> it was not fun. Oh my God, that's you and like all the teachers that were in <laughs> session. Like, girl, these kids, <laughs> kids don't care. So I know y'all was going through it. I know y'all were. They I mean, care. especially when they got parents at home telling them that they shouldn't care. That doesn't help. That part too. How am I going to tell you to do something that your mama not telling you to do? And even if they do have parents that's like, make sure you keep that mask on. When you get to school, like as kids, we are influenced about our peers. Mm-hmm. So if the cool kids aren't doing it, I don't want to do it either. You know? Exactly. So exactly. I oh, know y'all was going through it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's looking up, guys. I finally, after so long, like I said, I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And you know, even if we're dealing with COVID in some form or fashion a year from now, is not going to be to this extent which mm-hmm. makes me feel better it's only it's up from here so I feel good and I want y'all to feel good too and I want y'all to be safe so please everybody just trust science trust trust the doctors trust Ooh. Fauci trust trust Joe you know what I'm saying just a little bit <laughs> just, so- just a little bit <laughs> um also one last thing so uh we are getting the third STEMI or I guess the, the second half of the second STEMI whatever you want to call it you know, people been calling Joe Moneybag Joe on the internet. <laughs> I, I finally found the post because you know Shade Room posts all the time, mm-hmm. but hilarious, so funny. <laughs> I I I love I love us because mm-hmm. we can make. I, that's just one thing that we are really good at is making like a crappy situation funny and seeing the light into it. Black people gonna laugh. Period yeah black people are going yeah. to laugh we're gonna always yep. find something to laugh at we're always going to find joy where there is no joy because we have had to for literally hundreds of years so yeah so if you're getting that stemmy go ahead and put a little money aside for no seek because she coming for the bad <laughs> yes yes i'm just so grateful that it's finally coming because i know a lot of people are out there that really Mm -hmm. need that money and it's just it's so irritating to see basically rich people argue about that they don't need it you know yeah like that money is literally life or death to some people like that's they won't have a home if they don't get this check i know kind of level of stuff so and not one republican voted in favor of this check so what, why are we paying y'all again? Can we can we vote against your paycheck? How about that? I mean, I Trash. wish it was possible. They have a and, different tone then, but I... And it's like they're blaming Biden for this not being a bipartisan relief bill like the previous two were, but I'm inclined to believe that the only reason they voted in favor of those bills was one, because they're scared, crapless of Trump, and he they he didn't give them no options to not support it. And two, they were concerned about retaining control of the Senate and getting control of the House. I totally 100% believe that that is the only reason why any Republicans voted for those two bills and why they're not voting for this one, why they didn't vote for this one. It, you know it's what I'm just saying? so wild for me. Because like, you mean, can't I... argue that people don't still need help. Yeah. So, trash. Trash. it really is because i mean even the people that support them they still need the help mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i, I it, i'm glad that we can we're able to work around these people who are against 
helping people which sounds insane but at least we can work around them and get some things done shout out to georgia and our two uh, georgia senators because without them we would not be getting this stimmy right now oh thank you stacy abrams clutch hello hello thank you girl (laughs) (laughs) thank you you for your service (laughs) to this country oh so yeah but yeah that's all i have for the celeb uh, garbage this week uh this episode has been really awesome really insightful um and oh yeah i wanted to do a quick a quick shout out to um elena from the organized money because i had brought up brought up my new learning notebook thing that i'm doing and i got that from her because she just made a youtube video about a week or two ago talking all Mm -hmm. about uh learning notebooks and i thought that was such a great idea so i got this little like skinny um Erin Cundren like petite notebook that fits inside of my notique with all my other planning stuff and I just take it out whenever I hear or read something like this really insightful or that I just love that I want to make sure I hold on to I just write it in there and it's the best idea simplest idea ever and I'm I'm in love yeah. with it because we hear and read so many great things that we just don't hold on to because you know we got a million things in our head so it's nice to have like a tangible place to put those things that I can look back on so shout out to Elena love her yeah yeah she is dope also a little bit of planner news I tomorrow uh mm-hmm. if you guys are listening on Thursday is the last day for the Simply Gilded March pre-order oh, so yeah yeah if you want to check that out definitely do that mm-hmm. and it, it shouldn't sell out because it's a pre-order yeah it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of cute things so i'm just waiting on my stimmy to come through yes me too girl. yeah yeah too. not to say that i'm gonna blow it all on planner stuff but a, a little bit of i ain't gonna hold you mm-hmm. a little bit of y'all that's listening is gonna go to it too so don't judge me don't judge don't <laughs> judge, judge i'm stimulating the economy <laughs> by supporting small yes. businesses exactly exactly and villa beautiful still has all the pins available in their latest uh release the pastel dreams release i'm looking on the website now so as of now as we're recording they're all still available i got i got the purple one and i got the blue one because those are my absolute faves i'm kind of wishing i would have got the um the green one but i had to get the purple one for sure and i had to get the blue one so i may go back and get the green one i don't know yeah i got everything besides the orange one that was me um so-called like saving money (laughs) because i feel like i have a few of those in that color already and you know i use these as props in my photos tax deductions you do but um yeah and she was shipping them out like hours after we ordered so they trying to move it so mine shipped the same day so yeah yeah, that's amazing so shout out to villa beautiful these gorgeous gorgeous pins we we got the one um have you got your black one yet from that release a couple weeks ago it's like yeah i just got it i just got it um yesterday it's It's so pretty i love it it's It's so pretty it's amazing it was worse Uh, and then you know the little charms that came in that pack the planner charms i love those too i got them on my planner i really like these they're so cute i like putting those on the side of my planners but you know i Mm -hmm. i got the bliss going on right now so i don't really match right now but okay i love those clips though i do too too, they're so cute i just love our stuff so good so many good planner things coming down the pipeline oh yeah one more thing my michael's and the Michaels within the 20 mile radius to me, at least per their online website, have still not gotten any Happy Planner or any of the new recollection stuff. 
do you know anybody in the community in Texas that has gotten anything? See, that's what I don't know because okay, so Kelva Plant is in my area. She's kind of like maybe like 30, 45 minutes away from me. She has mm-hmm. all the things. I don't know if she got all the things from the Happy Planner website, which is what I'm thinking, or I don't think she got any of this stuff from Michael's or at the store. So I don't know. I may need to ask her, but yeah. Yeah, so I don't... in her DMs, are are we too small for her to uh respond? She should respond. To no, you. she respond. Cool. I've talked to her before. Okay. <laughs> you know i'm not saying that she big up in us or anything but you know sometimes they get too busy (laughs) right right you know she she definitely has a lot going on but yeah Yeah, she does i don't know is is the online thing reliable for michaels i always thought that it was reliable but now i haven't literally been in one yet so is the online thing maybe lying to me and all the stuff is just sitting there like you know what um uh Tamara from the paper and pen girl said that she had issues where it was saying it wasn't there and she was like you know what it has to be there and when she got mm-hmm. there it sure enough was there so it could okay. be I'm gonna check I, yeah. I think I'll go on a, on a little shopping thing today and just see I'll go to there's two Michaels that are relatively close to me so I think I'll go check out both of those and see yeah they have been a couple to have weeks now, now. It, yeah yeah unless they got okay. this stuff in FedEx maybe FedEx is <laughs> FedEx. Full circle moment. <laughs> I cannot. FedEx. And you know, fun fact, y'all know I'm from Memphis where the uh the hub of FedEx is because that's where it was founded. My dad mm. worked at FedEx for like 30 years and he just retired like a couple years ago. So oh, really? I'm a, so I'm gonna tell him Meg's to call dad his ain't got nothing to do with it because he retired. <laughs> so don't come at her daddy. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him to dad, dad, call your people at FedEx and see what's going on. We need some That's info. hilarious. That's hilarious because I still do that because my, my grandparents worked at uh USPS for mm. 30, 40 years. Yeah. And every time something goes wrong, I'm like, get your people. Get your get people. <laughs> get them together. Yeah, it's like the only people who don't never seem to have no problem with getting stuff to you is Amazon. They gonna get you your stuff. Come rain, sleet, snow, anything. Yeah. Even when the pandemic, I still was getting stuff two, three days. Yep. Even in the height of it. Yeah. I, I don't know how they do it. It's it's magic. Girl, they be cracking right. that whip over Amazon. <laughs> they do not play. Like, my god i hope they don't really treat they probably do treat their employees bad now Amazon think about it. is one of those things i'm i'm trying to get rid of but it's the convenience it's for me so hard yeah it's so, it's so convenient hard. like oh i don't gosh. like walmart like that either because they treat their employees bad but mm-hmm. sometimes you you got sometimes you be in walmart i know it's so convenient Some, yeah yep okay. capitalism you know, I don't. I, that is what America is founded on. <laughs> yeah, we are yeah. victims of capitalism. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I guess that's all we have. So, uh, once again, y'all check out our Patreon and our merch on our website, plannersandwinepod.com. You join our Patreon now on the VIP level, you will be able to join in on our live show with Spice Chaos um, next week. So, definitely get in on that. And uh, that's all I have, Myra. Do you have anything else? No, that is it. I mean, you can definitely check out our personal pages mm-hmm. i'm gonna say my s's megs is at megs gods is it i said the gods 
<laughs> it's not an Esther. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. I quit. <laughs> I quit. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>